Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valacita. Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, God is good all of the time. Praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita and family. This is Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Good. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, Pretty. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going on mute. Okay. All right. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hey, Z Times 2. This is Bubbly. Good morning, family. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita, who's joined us. Good morning. This is Tara. Good morning, Tara. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? 
Good morning. This is Trina. Good morning, Trina. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Jacqueline. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good to hear your voice. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, Declare family. This is Gloria. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Gloria. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Barbara from Elsebrani. Good morning, Barbara. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, sweetie. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning. It's Barbara Adelodi. Happy Wednesday. God bless. Happy Wednesday, Barbara Adelodi. God bless you as well. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in August for the monthly theme entitled, Build It. Our wonderful and gifted declares will definitely bless you. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward slash declarevictory, or through the cash app, which is dollar sign, I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. The declaration will be brought by Dion, and then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by 
Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Father, we thank you and we bless you this morning for allowing us to see the dawning of a new day. We just thank you for how good you are and for how merciful you are, God. We thank you for how faithful you are on today, God. We just bless you because you're good and you're worthy to be praised on today, God. We just acknowledge the fact that there is so much that we have to be grateful for, God. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, Lord, we realize that you have given us the ability of our health and strength. You continue to cover us, God. And before we ask you for anything, God, we just want to take a moment to take inventory of our lives and to thank you for everything. God, we realize that you are the sum total of all that we have. You are the sum total of all that we are, all that we achieve. God, we are nothing without you, God. Even as we sit and we lay plans to build under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God, we thank you for even the ability to hear. God, we thank you for every morning that you open up the eyes of our heart so that we can hear you. We thank you for even a desire to sit at your feet and to know you better, to know you more. God, we bless you for relationship on today. We thank you that we are amongst those that are called your children, your daughters, and your sons. We thank you that we are among those that you have chosen to labor in this gospel. We thank you for being engrafted into the kingdom on today. We thank you for your blood that continues to cover our sins and continues to watch and to keep over our doorposts. God, we thank you for how you bless our children and you keep them safe. God, we thank you for how you hold our hearts together, how you mended broken hearts and how you encourage and you lift up hung down heads. Father, we just thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you that our confidence is not in this world. Our confidence is not in man, but it is in you. You have never left us. You've never failed us. We thank you that you are a stable God. We thank you that you are a mind regulator, God. We thank you that you are our heart fixer. You are the answer, hallelujah, to anxiety and depression. We thank you, God. We just bless you because you are the only true and living God. God, you've seen us through dangers, seen and unseen. You've seen us through obstacles, God, catastrophes, pandemics, God. There is nothing that can stand before you, not cancer, not sickness, not the coronavirus. God, we thank you that at your name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you alone are God. You alone are king. You alone are great. You are mighty. You are majesty. You alone are Lord and 
and Savior. So God, we bless you today for the privilege to serve you, for the honor to be able to call you Abba. You are a good, good father. We bless you today, God, no matter what circumstances we woke up with, God, no matter what aches and what pains and what ailments, what worries, God, we cast them at your feet because your word has given us permission to cast all of our cares on you simply because you care for us. So God, we take this moment to take off burdens, God, to take off weights that does so easily beset us so that we can run this race with grace and with patience. God, we thank you, hallelujah, for the ability and the desire to run this morning and to see what the end will be. God, we bless your name on today, even as we're sheltered in homes, hallelujah, even as we're isolated and socially separated from each other, we thank you that there is no distance between us. We thank you that we can come boldly before your throne and obtain mercy. We thank you for the ability to have a prayer closet in our bosom, God, that we can reach out and touch you, God. We thank you that we are not experiencing separation from your mercy. We thank you that we don't experience separation from your grace. We thank you that you never leave us. You never forsake us, God. So as we call these things to our memory, God, we just bless you that the joy of the Lord continues to be our strength on this morning. God, we shake off the spirit of heaviness and we exchange it for the spirit of praise. We exchange our garment of mourning for our spirit of praise on today, God, and we choose to rejoice. For this is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So Father, we lift up those that are standing in the need of prayer on this morning. We lift up those that are homeless, God, those that are sleeping outside under bridges, beside freeways. God, the homeless population is growing. We ask that you would do what no other power could do, and that's to continue to have mercy. God, we lift up those who carries a burden for the homeless, who feeds them on a regular basis. We thank you that their resources will not run out. We thank you that they will not lose their passion because they're feeding those that society considers the least. Hallelujah, but you consider them the most. So we thank you for those missionaries, those evangelists, those that are out there in the highways and the hedges ministering to the homeless on today. God, we thank you. Hallelujah for those that are sick and shed in on today, separated from their families because of the coronavirus. We lift up nursing homes and skilled facilities to you today. God, we pray not only for the residents, but we pray for those attendants. Hallelujah, that continue to put their lives on the line as essential workers. God, we ask that you will cover in the name of Jesus, not only them, but cover their children. Hallelujah, we lift up the school system to you, God. Many are concerned about how their children will be educated this coming year. And God, we know that there is nothing that is outside of your purview. We know that there is nothing that is outside of your control. So God, we even lift up the school system to you. God, we ask that you would touch the minds of those that are in charge, the school boards, the administrators, the teachers, those that are making decisions that will affect our children for generations to come. And we thank you that they won't lose any ground. We thank you that they won't lose any of their education, no achievement. God, we thank you that it is you that gives them the ability to think and to grasp information and to hold it. So God, we thank you that even those that have to homeschool their children, that you give them the wisdom and the knowledge and the patience. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that you will continue to protect those that are in abusive situations, that are stuck in homes with abusers. God, have mercy. Have mercy. God, this world is sin sick and it's 
awful at times, but we know that you are a merciful God. And we thank you that you're everywhere at the same time. And the cries of your people touch your heart. Hallelujah. You are touched by our infirmities and our weaknesses. So God, we fall on our knees and we ask that you would simply have mercy, God. Have mercy on those that are suffering. Have mercy on those that are helpless. Have mercy, God. Have mercy and deliver. We come to you because we have no place else to go. We come to you because you are an able God. We worship you as an able God. We call you able. You're able to heal. You're able to deliver. You're able to set the captive free. You're able to save. You're able to do what no other power can do. You are an able God. So this morning, I'll lift a Virgil promise to you, God. I know what the doctors are saying, but I call you able on today, God, and I ask that you would speak hallelujah so that clearly everyone will know that you are God. You are God. You are yet in the miracle working business. God, we pray for miracles, signs, and wonders on today. For everybody that's on the line, there were no spoken prayer requests, but God, I lift up the unspoken. I lift up the prayer requests that our mouths couldn't even form the words to say. I lift up the prayer requests that we cover that we carry in our hearts on a daily basis, the ones that we know without a shadow of a doubt that if you don't do it, it can't be done. We lift up those prayer requests to you. God, we thank you in advance for ways that are being made out of no way. We thank you in advance for bridges that are being built over troubled waters. We thank you in advance for wheels in the middle of the wheel. We thank you in advance for victory over sin, over shame, and over death. We thank you in advance for triumph and victory. We thank you in advance for the ability to give you glory because you're worthy of it. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. So God, we Thank you in advance for dancing, hallelujah, over victory. We thank you in advance for joy over in the midnight hour. We thank you for that great exchange where we give you, give us beauty for these ashes. God, we thank you for roses growing out of concrete. We thank you for joy that came from tears that were sown. We thank you, God. We thank you for the ability to remember, hallelujah, that if you did it before, you will do it again. We thank you for the ability to rise up and encourage ourselves with the reminder that you are the same God and that you don't change. You don't lie. You don't go back on your word. You don't forget. Hallelujah. You are not like us. And we thank you on today for being sovereign. Hallelujah. You can do whatever you want to do. We thank you that you're everywhere at the same time. We call you mighty on this morning. So as we take our phones off of mute, we do so with joy. We do so with enthusiasm. Okay. And this that be our last time. Hallelujah. We you speak and walk come down. You're able to go. 
so that we can hear the word that you've given her on today. These blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name, and I pass the call to Dion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Grace, if you're speaking, we can't hear you yet. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. If you all will put your phones on mute. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank Hallelujah. You, can you hear me now? Thank you. Yes, I can hear you now. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Well, bless the name of God. To God be the glory for the things that he consistently does. Truly, it is a blessing and an honor to even be able to open my mouth and declare the words that he has sent me this morning. And um, I am thankful that today's share will I'm be a little muffled. I'm sounding muffled. How about now? Yeah, better. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. Amen. Um, So we give honor to God. We give glory to God this morning for another opportunity to tell him he is great and greatly to be praised. Uh, Sabrina, thank you for ushering us into the very presence of God this morning. To each of you who have lended your voice to our corporate worship, uh, we clearly honor God this morning for his kindness and for simply being uh, good to us this morning. Amen. Amen. I'm excited as we are uh, transitioning in the middle of our transition. I want to first begin uh, by sending our love and condolences to Ramona and Catherine. Uh, Catherine's uh, children's father passed away. And so we want to be mindful and keep them in our prayers during the course of today. Again, today is Wednesday. Today is the day we set aside to fast and give glory and honor to God to train our flesh to honor God, to train our tongues, to train our thoughts in the process of being cultivated to do kingdom elevation business. Amen. So I want you to be mindful today just to keep them lifted in your prayers, but also uh, be mindful um, of our sisters in the faith as they are in a season of grief. Amen. God be praised. Uh, So I want whoever's coughing, go ahead and mute your phone for us so that the continuity of the call is solid um, and that the playback is available for those that will listen at a later time. Amen. Uh, So I'm going to jump right into this teaching today. Uh, We are in the season of Build It after coming out of um, a teaching for 31 days on wisdom. Amen. Uh, Sister Jerry uh, spoke a little bit about building Uh, your relationship with God on yesterday. And today I want to talk about uh, in the course of building that relationship with the Father uh, is 
your faith being built. You guys know me. I love to share stories and tell all my business because you don't have anywhere to put me. (laughs) I am grateful to God for that. I'm so glad that God is not like man, that he does not eliminate us or uh, cast us down based upon our experiences and our exposure. Uh, Last night, I spent some time uh, really just praising God and uh, just spending some time in his presence. And um, there are moments in my life because he's allowed so many things to transpire in uh, the reality of building me and creating me and uh, developing and cultivating me. And as I listened, there was a song that uh, myself and a lot of times Tan would go with me to the hospital when it was time for Josiah's chemotherapy. And there was this song by Anthony uh, and and something therapy. I forgot what the, what the name of the group is, but it, it's called uh, Testimony. And so as I, I put that song on, Josiah was in his room playing his little video game with his uh, Holy Ghost field best friend, Simeon. (laughs) And I put the song on and I got up and I began to dance around the room. And the next thing you know, my baby came and danced and sang with me. And a lot of times we play that song. And as the words would minister to my heart, it was us testifying. Can you mute your phone for us? We hear you. That song would minister to us as as we uh, would go to the place where a death sentence was issued, where uh, the doctors told me we can do this until he dies. But, you know, until then, y'all can come on, use your gas up, spin your bridge toe, slide on over here. But I, I, could, I could see my baby's wheels turning. I could see him thinking to himself. I could see him uh, almost with a mutter like, yeah. And I didn't know because when we would be traveling, he wouldn't sing the words. He would just sit back there like uh, he didn't hear us singing. And, you know, me and Tanya are are a little special. So the Holy Spirit would fall and we'd end up uh, singing the song real hard. Next thing you know, we praising God real hard or worshiping real hard. And so I could see that my baby understands that not only does he have a testimony, but that his testimony is miraculous. And so today, I want to talk about uh, while we build it, we must build our faith. While we build it, we must build our faith. As I am maturing into uh the perfection of what it is that is written in the volumes of the book of Dion, I am beginning to realize that not a lot of people actually believe that the word of God is for them. There is a, uh, a shortage of true faith as it relates to this kingdom living and this kingdom building. Truth is, while we experience church, not many of us experience Christ. 
And I mean in the relational sense of the word, when we contemplate and or consider our connection to uh, what we consider church or, or kingdom, if we just be honest, the majority of the time, we hear it consistently, we see it frequently, but more often than not, we don't believe that it's for us. In essence, there are moments and seasons where we say, look what God did for so-and-so, but I don't think that that's what he meant to happen for me. There are things in our uh, experience and our exposure that lend to the moments where we forsake what the truth of God's word is for our experience. So we exchange the reality for the idea of what we feel like we deserve. Um, as I began to study and, and just uh, go through the constructs of the reality of what this word of God means for our lives, I began to consider the framework or the construction of our faith, right? Uh, for a, a large sum total of us, we have been exposed to church our entire lives. Uh, for most of us, we've been there uh, consistently on a very regular basis. But uh, truth be told, we were there because we were told to be there. We were there uh, perhaps because uh, we were forced to be there. We were there because um, it seemed like the right thing to do. But how many of you know that there is a much greater debt to pay as it relates to grasping and holding on to our faith. The truth is that Genesis 1 and 1 says this, in the beginning God created, right? Everything in our lives will require that we build it or establish it. How we do that is contingent upon our willingness to agree with the truth of God's word for our lives. How we do that will be predicated on how we agree, right, full agreement with what God already said. Now, I've lived a little bit and I've seen a few things, right? In the same Genesis, in the very, very beginning, um, he still said, uh, in the beginning, God created. But then if you go down just a little bit, it says, and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters, right? I said that to say God created. However, the spirit of God was, which means it already existed over the waters, right? And then God called the light day and the darkness night, which means when it says called, it means past tense. So technically, he created what was, right? It is our responsibility to understand that we are stepping into what was. Now, while I played a song last night and my son and I uh, sang the lyrics and danced and pranced around, uh, the reality is we were operating in what was. He was sick 
But before he was sick, he was created to fulfill a specific purpose, which means that his was in his sickness had nothing to do with the reality of his was before the foundations of the earth. The only thing it did was gave us an experience and an exposure to build our faith. I've just come into uh, the place where there are certain things that I get. The word says that we go from glory to glory, from faith to faith. Uh, Psalms 84 says that we go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion, which means technically we are consistently on an obstacle course of faith building and faith concept understanding, right? So the conceptualizing of what faith is established on or predicated on, if we just go back to the truth of what God's word says, it simply says, in the beginning, God created, right? And the spirit was hovering over the waters, was hovering. And God called past tense the light, which already existed before he called it what it was. And the darkness he called night, which meant that night darkness and water already existed in the earth. The earth was already formed, right? So now here it is. He's shaping everything. He's putting everything together. No different than our faith has to be constructed based on what was. As uh, I played those those songs, those worship songs, there's a, a song by Uh, Hezekiah Walker for the rest of my life I'll serve him and uh, that that servant mindset that idea that understanding is based upon number one my mutual affection for who God is considering he loved me first so the reality was he knew that I would love him before I loved him Everything being past tense, our faith is predicated on the idea that God already has about you. I began to sit here yesterday. I had a guest in my home and I was able to testify of the truth of how God has not only kept me, but during the course of the most painful moments in my life, he has cultivated my faith in such a way that there is no possible way that you could tell me that he is not the way, the truth, and the life. It is impossible for me to believe anything that opposes that reality. When you've experienced the type of pain in the process that I have, and yet you still observe the faithfulness of God, there is nothing that can defy what was. It was already established that I would go through what I went through. It was already established that I would be uncomfortable in the process. I just stepped in to his was as he began to build my faith. I already uh, believed God for the ridiculous. I already believed God above measure because his faithfulness was before I stepped into it. And now here it is that I can say, even this particular home that I live in currently, uh, with 75% of me living here, not knowing how things would be completed, not knowing how uh, ends would meet, not knowing how I would take care of this or take care of that. Now here it is, approaching uh, the seventh year of physically being here and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that had God not done it, it would not have been done. The reality is 
Uh, nothing could shake me from here because this was before I stepped into it. If you look at your current situation and or circumstance and you uh, start to understand and grasp that everything that you are sitting in, standing in, surrounded by was before you stepped into it. That absolutely nothing will ever change what is because it already was. It means that whatever God says about you, whatever God's intent and use for you is, you have to step into it because it was. We are an afterthought of who God is in building uh, the, the, the truth of who we are based on, now this, this is in this world, because what we are, we were, right? What we did is already done. We just catch up to what God already said. How, how do I know that? I'm going to just use that same exact scripture again, Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created, period. You were already created. You were already designed in the beginning, period, dot, dot. And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. It means that what is, was. And I know I've said that 15 times. I need you to get it. And then called light, which existed before his arrival, after he created it, he gave it a name. One of the things that I am learning um, as, as I am becoming and my faith is being um, solidified, my faith is being cultivated, my faith is being um, turned into something that's unrecognizable by me, um, I am grasping the reality that all I have to do is perfect being. All I have to do is be constant in existing in what already was. Any and everything that I was created to do, I will do. The manifestation is based upon my agreement with what God already said about what he built when he created me. I have learned to identify what my use is, what my purpose is. I am a builder. That's my job. That's my kingdom responsibility. My responsibility in the earth is to build things. My responsibility in the earth is to set order. My responsibility in the earth is to uh, instruct and construct. But I couldn't do it in totality, even though I've been practicing for years. Right. When I when I look at this call um, and and what I had in mind and what I am now experiencing, the reality is that God built it because it already was. Right. He already had an agenda for every single person listening, every single person watching, every person that will listen to the replay. He already had an agenda for you to hear this today. This, he had a plan before it ever happened, right? With that in mind, we have to remember, even if we've blown it, even if we've fallen, even if we haven't done everything that God told us to do in this season or out of this season, the truth is that you are only walking in to what already was. 
So get this. I, I want to give you an example, and then I'm going to share several scriptures. Hopefully you've got a, a pen, um, a, a pen or, or something to write with, because I, I really I want you to get this. If we consider the life of Jonah, if we consider the life of Abraham, if we consider the life of Moses, all of them were created uh, to uh, uh, Noah to, to build specific things. They were created to do a specific task. They were created to uh, execute a specific step or phase in, um, in a dispensation, in a generation, in a nation, in a region. They were created or sent to build certain things. The question you'd have to begin to ask yourself is what was I created to build? If we, we think about uh, uh, Jonah, and, and I want to say this because for some of us, we guilt ourselves out of what already was. But this is the beautiful thing. Even if you convince yourself for 20 years, now you, you might delay your purpose but you will land exactly where it is that God called for you to land. The biggest problem is when we don't agree with God. Ask me how I know. Jonah delayed his arrival because he did not agree with God. But this is super dope. Even his disagreement with God and his disobedience with the instructions given by God that were before they were, he still used that experience to share with you and I that even if you get off track, even if you go the opposite direction of your purpose and your promise, you will still land right where God said you were supposed to land. Now, you may take the long route. You may uh, have to reset your GPS, which Jonah did. But the reality is, listen, you can't thwart what God said is. There's nothing you can do to change his mind, build it. Our understanding about what faith is, now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's our uh, responsibility to take onus of that being the truth of God's word. It's our responsibility to step into what was in an effort to experience what he already said. I'm pretty sure that if you would contemplate where you are in this season, if you would consider uh, what's going on even in your life right now, if uh, there are some of us that have lost jobs, some of you that uh, may be trying still right in this moment to figure out where the next uh, uh dispensary is going to happen with regard to your finances. I need you to get this. You are what he said you are even if you don't agree with what he said you are. All you have to do is change how you feel about the truth of who God said you are, and you will walk into everything that he's already predestined you for. He had a pre-notion. He had a forethought. He had an uh, immediate idea of who you are and what you were created to do. The only thing you have to do is agree, right? 
Guess what happens when you agree with God? According to First Thessalonians 5 and 11, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you also are doing. My job is to get you to a place in your mindset, right? The word says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In order for anything to be established, there has to be some type of agreement with what it is that God already said about who you are and what you were created to do. It's your job uh, because it can't stand when it's not established on the truth of your faith. Right. So let me give you an example, and I'm going to give you some additional scriptures in just a moment. Let me give you an example. I remember opening my salon, um, and, well, one of the salons that I opened, uh, but salon deliverance specifically. There were so many different obstacles that I came across, so many different things that, that God allowed me to experience as I built this thing, so many different uh, uh moments where I felt like I should just say, never mind. Now, what I can say is that particular salon was open and thriving for seven years. I remember the day that I knew that it was time to move on. I knew that something had happened. I knew that something had transitioned in where God was taking me. I made an active decision um, to close the salon because I saw the transitional moment. But what I also discovered is that things happen in seasons and in experience to get us to where God already said we are, right, to where God already was taking us. I thought that I would do hair for the rest of my life. Today, if you ask me to do hair, I'm going to wince. The, the idea of it almost frustrates me, right? So we have several different things that we experience in life, but what I can say is everything that I needed to build or construct that salon, God not only provided, but he provided beyond measure. But still, get this, I was still operating under the guise of my gift. I was still operating under the guise of my provision. I was still doing everything that I would normally do as opposed to simply agreeing with God establishing a thing. Now, I didn't realize that he was making me um, a viable confidant. I did not realize that he was cultivating in me how to keep secrets and how to keep my words low. I did not realize that he was creating in me a clean heart and a non-judgmental disposition because of the nature of what it is that I had to build in the future. Right? So I've been building my entire life. I've been constructing things my entire life. Didn't realize that all of it was created to put me in this place. Right? And so get this. Even as um, Josiah was ill and I was in the hospital and all I had was my sick baby and my computer and I, I spent a whole bunch of time doing research and uh, doing numbers and uh, dealing with a whole bunch of graphics and all this stuff. I had no idea that God was constructing a whole business that would not only sustain me, but would sustain me beyond measure. I had no clue that what I was doing in the process of my pain was cultivating what already was. 
in so doing, the end result is just even this, and I'm, I'm saying this, I need you to get me. I'm saying this not to be boastful or brag. I'm saying this to tell you sometimes God will retrack you. He will change your trajectory to get you to purpose and promise. I never in a million years imagined that I'd be sustained the way that I am in, in a house coat and a headscarf some mornings. I, I never had a clue that the pain of my baby's illness would be something that was cultivating what already was. Right? Not only is it cultivating, the word says that uh, he will make your name great and bring you before great men. I had no idea that the pain of my process would allow me to serve people in Botswana or allow me to serve people uh, beyond the Canadian border or allow me to serve people in Nassau, Bahamas, and all of that from the comfort of my own private studio that I do my work from, I had no clue that pain would push me into purpose and would cultivate my faith in such a way that you can't tell me that God will fail. When I look over my life and I consider the cost and I consider all that God has brought me through, when I see the manifestation of the power of God in my life and I operate uh, in such a way that it impacts the lives of others. I never would have had a clue that it would impact people all over the country. I, I never had a clue that uh, doing tinkering with a computer in 2002, I remember not being able to type not being able to attach an email. Who would have known that God would do through me what he does in me right now? Who would have known that declared victory would be established, that if I never called again, y'all would figure out a way to move around me? Who would have ever thought that the, the, the folks that have been part of this, that books would be birthed and businesses would be opened and uh, lives would be changed and folks would start operating and functioning in what it is that God said they were before they were. Who would have ever known that my faith would superimpose on the faith of others and that faith would push them into a place of trajectory and momentum where God gets the glory out of their lives? 1 Corinthians 3 and 9 says this, for we are God's fellow workers. You are God's fields, God's buildings. You are a whole construction project, period, right? You have the ability um, to be everything God says. How do I know it? Go back to Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created. He's talking about you, not just the earth not just the world, not just your set of circumstances. Everything about who God is, is is practical, it's expedient, and it's final, right? And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. That means that every single thing, he had already said it before we stepped into it. And God called light day. You existed before he called you Ramona. You existed before he called you Jackie. You existed before he called you uh, Demetriana. You existed before he called you Tanya, right? And so ultimately, all we have to do is be like, oh, my name is Dion, and I was created to X, Y, and Z. In other words, this is for you. It's not just for everybody else, 
right? Hebrews 3 and 4 says, for every house is built by someone. Do you understand that you, <laughs> you have the ability to help somebody realize that they already a whole building? That's it. All you help them realize is this. Again, Hebrews 3 and 4, for every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Do you realize that you will cause somebody to snap out of it? Do you realize that who you are, what you were created to do, has the power to transform somebody's entire world just by you believing, just by you agreeing with what God has already said about you, just by you coming into alignment with the prophetic word that's hovering over your life, just by you taking off the mindset that, nah, I know this might be for them, but it's probably not for me. It's probably not going to work out for me the way it did for them, right? Every single thing, you are only limited by what you believe. We are a sum total of what we hold fast to. The only way for something to be built and to be occupied is by agreeing with God. You have to build your faith. Dion, what do you do to build your faith? Number one, you spend time with people who believe God. You spend time with people who understand that the word of God tells us that no good thing will the Father withhold from us. Get this, Proverbs 24, 24 and 3. By wisdom, a house is built. Now, we can use the entire month of July and apply it to this moment right here. And by understanding, it is established. See, the problem is 90% of the time, we just don't understand. We just end up lost. We just end up stuck. Something happens and it throws us completely off trajectory. Something happens and it puts us in a position where we forget what we knew. Right? And so at the end of the day, listen, um, I, I could talk about this space all day, but, but what you have to do is you have to spend time with people who love God with people who love agreement with God, right? Because even when we consider acts, right? When we consider and the people were with one accord, people who understand what it means to agree. I could mention multiple occasions where there were things that happened. And I, I use the story of Adrian Jackson often, and there was um, agreement. Sometimes you got to put people out of the room. I think about uh, the, the little girl who they came and reported was dead. And the first thing Jesus did was put everybody out. Sometimes you got to change your circles for your faith to be impacted. Sometimes you got to move around for your faith to be in full operation. Sometimes uh, isolation is necessary so that you can spend time in the word of God in such a way that it begins to increase your faith even the more. We have to get to a point where we don't just kind of uh, think God is working for us, but that we agree with him in such a way that it impacts everything that we touch, every room that we walk in. Every opportunity given, God has provided us with every single tool to be what we were. All you have to do is make a decision that I'm not going to worry about what I think I see because the reality is what I see already was. All I'm doing is walking into what he said. 
I know that the rent might be due. I know you might be dealing with depression, but chances are it's because you forgot to remember. When I watched my baby dance into the room after listening to the song of testimony, I realized that he recognized that he was standing in his what was. He was standing in the truth of what we sang almost four years ago. He was standing in the reality that the enemy had made an announcement, but God had made a decree in the earth. And it had to happen the way he said. Nothing could change it. Nothing could stop it, similar to Jonah and making a decision to go to Joppa instead of going to Nineveh. Nothing could change it so much so that God prepared a fish. So you might be in the middle of your hellish week. You might be in the middle of a calamity according to your understanding. But the truth of God's word will always prevail. By wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. God established our faith in such a way that we are unshakable. God established our faith in such a way that it's contagious. God established our faith in such a way that it makes people mad when they observe us, that we expect the goodness of God to follow us and to overtake us, that we anticipate that all things are working together for our good, that no matter what we see with our eyes, we recognize that in the beginning, God created, and I am what God created from the foundations of the earth. I am who he called me. I am before he gave me a name I was. When you start to understand that your faith is operational and you employ it, it works for you. When you understand that you can't be broke and poor and serve and operate in things that God has called you to because kingdom is calling you higher, you have to agree with the truth of God's word. When you get to a place where you understand that you are a someone, according to Hebrews 3 and 4, for every house is built by someone. But get this, there's a greater measure in place. But the builder of all things is God. I'm so glad that God loved us enough to build us before we were made to build us before we had an understanding, to build us before we employed wisdom to work on our behalf. God already decided who you are, what your use is, and how you would get there. Now, whether or not you agree with him, that disagreement may cause delay, but it does not mean denial. And yes, ma'am, yes, sir, it is for you. It is for you to win and to be the head and not the tail. It is for you to be above only and not beneath. It is for you to prosper even as your soul prosper. It is for you uh, to speak things as they are not and expect them to be. It is for you to be every single thing that God called you to, to operate in such a way that you recognize that you are a son of the most high God, that because he's your father, he'll withhold no good thing from you, that every father gives good gifts to men. It is for you to know that your faith is working to establish what already was. All you have to do is agree with God. Listen, that being said, uh, I hope that something that I said helped you to understand that your faith is your responsibility. And in this season, allow wisdom to be your portion. And you began to build your faith like you never have. You began to employ your faith and operate from that 
place, knowing that if in the beginning God created, you are the creation and the spirit of God was. That means everything you are to be, you was, honey. You was once upon a time, you was. Now I need you to is. Now I need you to be. Now I need you to occupy. Now I need you to recognize. Now I need you to understand that you are everything God said before the foundation of the earth. All you have to do is agree and walk in the truth of God's word for your life. No matter what you see. My $438.27 a month uh, would never have told me for a moment that I'd be able to pay a $6,000 overhead, $5,000, whatever it is, never in a million years uh, with my negative bank account at times and my horrible credit score because everything I thought I built, God demolished it just so he could establish it. Never in a million years would I thought that seven years after uh, making a decision that I wanted to pray with my homegirl that something would be established in the earth that has the power to leave legacy, our legacy, the legacy of faith. Somebody should think you are borderline crazy because you believe God so hard. I love it when they think I'm off. That's beautiful. Peculiar? Yeah. Crazy? Not at all. The only difference is I fooled around and I got an understanding. And today, I know whose I am. I know who I am. And I know what I was created to do. Amen. Amen. And amen. I'm going to pray really quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, for every person that is listening to the sound of my voice, I thank you in advance, God, for the expansion in the understanding. I thank you, Father, that you are creating in them a clean heart and renewing a right spirit within them. I thank you for the supernatural agreement with kingdom living, kingdom building, kingdom understanding, and kingdom declaration. Father, we declare and we decree that in the beginning you created, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you were mindful enough to create us for such a time as this, for men are only born for the seasons in which they're needed. I thank you that every single person under the sound of my voice will fulfill their divine kingdom purposes. They will walk according to the truth of what is written in the volume of the book of them according to Psalms 139.16. I declare and I decree, Lord God, that we will no longer live in mediocre places with substandard and subpar. And I speak that not only will they walk in who you called them to be, Lord God, but will experience exceeding abundantly above and beyond anything we could ever think, hope for, or imagine. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that they understand that they don't have to participate in a recession, Lord God. I thank you that you are providing every need according to your riches in glory. And I bless your high name. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that finances and resources are coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west not only to provide for their families, God, but that we are blessed to be a blessing. I thank you for a supernatural, uh, superimposing of your spirit upon our hearts and our minds concerning our future. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you give us a hope for a future. I thank you, Father, that you've already established some things. And as we begin to walk into them, we declare that we are your children and you are our God. Hallelujah. As for us and our homes, we will serve you. 
you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we put on the whole armor of God this morning, that we'll be able to stand in this evil day. Hallelujah. We put on the helmet of salvation. We declare that our minds are new. We declare relentless consistency. We declare that we are focused, Lord God, and that we are aiming our lives at the purposes that are on your heart. We thank you that your burden superimposes itself on our idea. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that this morning somebody's coming into agreement with what you called them from the set foundation of the earth, that somebody's coming into agreement with the transition of their old name into their new name. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that no more complacency will be set upon our hearts, Lord God, but that we'll operate in the things of the kingdom and what heaven says about us there in heaven, that we'll walk it out and enact it out here in earth. I pray, oh God, for marriages, that you're binding them up in love in the name of Jesus. I pray for those that are single, God, that you're giving them the power to want to be kept. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that as our finances are built, God, that we be wise and that we be good stewards over all things in the name of Jesus. I pray for our children, Lord God, as they be prepare to return back to school, that you are our divine protector, that you are our divine keeper, Lord Jesus. But more importantly, I thank you in advance that because in the beginning you created even our children that don't look like what we think they should look like, that you've already created them, God, that they begin to walk into their woods. I thank you in advance, Lord Jesus, for being a repairer of the breach. I thank you in advance, Lord Jesus, for being a redeemer of time. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for somebody that's counted themselves out. God, that you always keep your promises like you did for Jonah. God, prepare something for us to spit us right back into the center of your will in the name of Jesus. God, refresh our minds. God, clean up our hearts and give us a new mind to serve you. It's in the matchless name of Jesus. I declare and I decree it, amen. And God, I bless your high name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. It's your time. Good morning. Good morning. Google and Juliet. Hey, Drew. Good morning. Very powerful. Love it. Good morning, Brother Michael. Powerful declaration. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Monica. Great declaration. Amen. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Hey, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Hey, Beth. Hey, Nikisha. Good morning. Good morning. It's Good morning. It's Prashonda. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Mom. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, God. Good morning. Great morning. Dawson and Brother Jeff. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, good morning. This is Mona. Hey, hello, guys. Hey, Mona, good morning. Good morning, family. Hey, Michelle, good morning. Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Hey, Dondria, good morning. 
Good morning, Miss Natasha. Always on point. Always on point. Thanks so much. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Powerful word. Good morning, Demetriana. Hey, good morning, Demetriana. Somebody else, who else is that? Tanya, good Kenya. morning. Kenya, dope, dope, dope declaration. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, it's Moni. Facts today, Dion. In the middle. Good morning, it's Bernice. Hey, Bernice, good morning. Good morning, it's Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Morning. Good morning. Good morning tonight, Jay. Hey. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Angela. Hey, Angie. Hey, hey, (laughs) hey, hey. Love you much. Thank you for that absolute defibrillator this morning. And your mm-hmm. nephew, as I was taking him to work, was glued. I was like, yes, Lord, oh. let me hear it. It was perfect <laughs> and on time. You see how God, Amen. you just never know who um, God is reaching out to. I mean, he was like frozen, like just in it. Praise God for it. Thank you. That's for sure. Good stuff. And then anybody else? Good morning, God morning. This is Joyful Jeff G. Hey, Jeff G. Good morning, Lady Dion. Jerry. <laughs> Good morning, Jerry. Yes. Great word. I mean, I'm over here dancing. Lord. Amen. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is Tim. Great Hi, job. Timothy. Great job. Good to hear you this morning. Love you, man. Yeah, I'm so glad I listened to you. I'm preaching today, so you gave me a lot of good stuff to uh, also add into the sermon today. So I uh, praise God for it. And I just happened to wake up, and I got noticed by the Facebook said you were online. So All right. I, I'm, I am blessed and excited. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Great to hear your voice. Anybody Good morning, people. This is me. Real fast. Good morning, Good morning, beautiful lady. Good morning to the Lord. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Hey, lady D. This is Lily. I just wanted to say this morning. I mean, I haven't been on the call every day, but um, I just woke up this morning. And I was, well, God woke me up this morning. Let me make that crystal clear. And it was just so good to hear your sound. I see that God is still using you, which I'm not surprised. But when you were talking about, um, oh, my God, Josiah. I don't know how come that, like, that one of them bubble moments. When you were talking about Josiah and all that he went, you guys went through together, I remember being a part of hearing how he, how you guys went from one place to one thing to what, whatever it was that was necessary to get him to this place, you guys can get to this place right now, is utterly amazing. For those who have never trusted God before, if you had been through and listened to all 
that Dion and her family went through. And look at God now. I'm just so grateful that I was able to hear your sound this morning. I was grateful to hear what you declared over our lives. I know this is only the beginning of a new dawning for my life. I can't speak for nobody else's life but mine. I just want to let you know I love you and appreciate you. And um, continue blessing the masses. Love you, man. Love you too, bud. And all you've been through, cancer-free, that part. Hey, Dan, I missed him. Real quick question. Okay, I had to get that out. Going back on mute. Okay, Tim, do me a favor. There was there was somebody that was talking at the same time, bubbling was. Who was that? It was a lady. It might have been the one that just said she was going on mute. You um no, you mentioned Psalms. Okay. You mentioned Psalms, Hebrew, First Thessalonians. Was that the scriptures you were gonna give us or were you gonna give us some more? You just kinda of mentioned you were gonna give us a list of scriptures. So was so, that the so list? I, I said them all, but but I, I don't okay, mind I got saying them. I got them. Yeah. I didn't know. No, if I, I was just yeah. No, no, no. It, that was I think okay. that was it. It was um, First Thessalonians and eleven. Um, First uh, Peter two and five. You also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house for holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable. To God through Jesus Christ. First uh, Corinthians three and nine, for we are fellow workers. Hebrews three and four, for every house is built by someone. Proverbs twenty four and three, by wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. Ephesians two and twenty one, in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple of the Lord. Those were my reference scriptures. Thanks so much. Dion, can you, Dion, can you give me First Thessalonians again, please? The one that you mentioned, I missed it. Sure, sure. It's First uh, Thessalonians um, 5 and 11. This is Priscilla. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Pastor Dion. This is Pastor Tam. Good morning. Wonderful, wonderful word. When you were speaking all the way through giving those scriptures right now, um, I just was seeing how God took me through so many things, too. And um, that built it part. It's so deep when you were talking about, um, you know, in the beginning, and he um, he called dark. It was past tense. And, like, we can get really into it, but and I mean, because it's so deep because I was remembering the things that I've gone through, too, in the past that God has brought me through. And like I realized later, wow, God knew I, the integrity he put in my heart before I even knew it. It's so hard to explain, but that's where I was like going with um, when you were speaking about just how God created us all. And, you know, I know he created me and, and there's things in me that I feel like walking into, and then I look back and I'm like, wow, nothing but God. God is just so amazing. So just thank you so much for that word. It was just inspiring and um, just really, really good words. So thank you so much and have a blessed day. Amen. Thank you, Pam. Hello, precious woman of God. It's Krishonda. Mm. Hey, Krishonda. Mm. 
God is good. Uh, uh, um, you can't thwart what God said it is. I loved your declaration and that uh, for the rest of my life song, Hezekiah Walker is my song. Um, Listen, that's a <laughs> I'll put that on this morning. What an amazing declaration. Oh, God, I pray that God continues to keep you and bless you. Um, I know that journey has not been easy. Oh, God. Um, God oh, God, bless you, God. Bless you, bless you, bless you. I'm going to need. Very, very painful process, but I call it beautiful pain. Necessary. Yep. Necessary. Necessary. Because I'm not, I'm not confused. Cause I I didn't establish anything. Love to. And the reality is, yeah, the, the reality is, someone built me. There, there are so many people that helped to construct who I am becoming. Because the reality is, we all have to go through the perfecting process. We all have to go through our steps and our phases of. Um, what we deem as failure and shortcomings, but the reality is we are we right where we're supposed to be. After a while, you quit tripping. Hey, D. Uh huh. Girl, I can't. You know, I'm at my my good my good job with these babies, but they're not here yet, so I'm in the back cleaning and just praising God and listening to you share and having my own little um, memories. And I'm thinking about size. Especially, I was so blessed, thank you, Lord. I didn't know in the couple of times that I was I was blessed to be able to take him to his appointments. And I remember one Friday, because, you know, I had to prepare for Friday Night Live. I didn't have nothing together. Sai was being Sai. He didn't have a, you know how he is. I'm I'm more nervous at his little appointment than he is. We get halfway back, and I'm like, Sai, he hadn't eaten. You know, he had to eat, take him to Fillerburger, which is my story. He was like, Auntie, you already got it in you. He reminded me that I had the word in me. He said, you better just go ahead and, you know, share what you know. And it blessed me because here this young man is fighting for his life. And he had to remind me that I had it in me. Build from that. And so we sat in Philaburger eating our food. Yes, we did. And it just came to me. And I remember it being one of the best Friday night lives. But I thank God for how he layers. It's like how you said there's parts to everything that builds me who I am today. And I'm so grateful just for God placing me in that because that was so big. And it was only a few times that I was blessed to take him. It was just, that just lifted me so much. But I was thinking about you when he came out dancing and it is what it was. That is amazing. So fire, so fire. I love you, sis. Thank you. Man, love you more. Love you more. That was part of my company. It helped to build me. <laughs> Anybody else? Question, comment, commentary? We already love. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just loved um, when you were referencing Sister Tanya again. Um, you guys obviously have such a close relationship, and it just shows, like, you know, when you were just sharing about you guys were on your way, um, I believe, taking Josiah to a doctor's appointment, and then you guys busted out in your groove. But praise God for, like, friendships and relationships like that, for people to be with you during, like, that time. 
not just when things are, you know, you know, you're on the other side now, but just going through that time, that's just a beautiful, again, testament to um, what I always hear when I hear you, when I hear the both of you talking about one another, you and Sister Tan. That's all. Amen. Thank you for that observation. Can you shut up? You don't know me. <laughs> Inside joke, guys. Excuse me. Um, I I just I want to say this because you know it it is it is so easy. You know, sometimes it could be so fake. I'm gonna just say it how I'm hearing it. Um, sometimes because of again our experience and our exposure. We confuse church with relationship. We confuse church um, with salvation. And the reality is it's not. And they're, they're two very different things. The assembly of the body is, is really just for fellowship. And it, it, it just goes to speak um, to that Hebrews 3 and 4. It says everybody is built by somebody. And I think if we start to step outside of the guise of, of being um, doing just enough. You ever had somebody in your life that do just enough? Just enough not to be called lazy, just enough to say that they kind of did their own part, just enough uh, to be mentioned at the at the shingding as a contributor. But, but when you really get down to it, that's all they ever going to do is just enough. You get to a place where you make a decision that just enough just isn't going to cut it. That just enough isn't enough to complete the job. Our faith is the thing that catapults us to the next place. What I've realized is that as soon as I began to agree with who God called me, and you guys remember, even hearing Pam call me Pastor Deanna, um, at one point, used to make me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. And this is just my reality. I'm, I'm sharing this with you because I need you to hear me. I never, I've never ever said to anyone, "I'm your pastor." That's not, that's not how this is gone, right? But what I understand is my life, my experience, and my agreement with God. God will make the announcement and declaration about who you are through the people. So Pam, even calling me that, makes me responsible and accountable for everything that I am, if that makes sense. The esteem that she gives me without me ever asking her to do that reminds me of what God said before it was. Right? I understand what I do. I'm just not a title chick. Right? I understand my role and my responsibility in the kingdom. I just don't care about what it is that you call me. But the reality is I had to begin to care because anything outside of that was not agreement with what God had said about me. Does that make sense? I understand that I, I that's what I do. <laughs> right? I understand that I understand the components of it. Right, And so there are certain things that sound unfamiliar to you in the natural um, that God will begin to allow you to experience. Learn how to agree with it. It, it helps your process. 
when you start to freak out about what ain't paid and what's not done, this is all I want you to do. This is what I have to do consistently. All I have to do is remind myself that, that my little baby, and, and if, if I don't use that, then this is just one. Y'all always hear about this when you have no idea what else I've dealt with. That was just a very public part of my process. Every time I think about my little dying baby that was 85 pounds, his eyes were sunken in his head. I remember the day, the day that I agreed with what God said and not with what I was seeing. When I look at him today and I watch him get in his car that he went to work for and earned money for and bought with his own self money, when I look at him, put his little self together and ask me, Mom, you need me to go to the store and get you something? And I remember that 85-pound-year-old bag of bones that was in the bed who had just about given up on life. And I think about the hours and hours and hours of chemotherapy, the many a nights I slept in the hospital window, <laughs> and with the anticipation based on what the doctor said of waking up one morning and my baby be cold and blue. The fact that he came in my room and danced last night, you can't tell me God is not. Glory to Jesus. You can't tell me God's not sovereign. You can't tell me he doesn't answer prayer. You can't tell me. And get this, even if he hadn't lived, <laughs> if he hadn't, I would still believe him. If he don't change nothing, do you believe him? If your circumstance doesn't change, do you believe him? The difference is I have enough evidence under my roof to declare that he's the great I am. So wherever you are fearful, I just want you to consider the last time. Wherever you feel like ends aren't meeting, I want you to remember the last time he made a way. It might have been last minute, right? It might have been just in the nick of time. By the grace of God, I'm walking out of my just in the nick of time season into my fullness of joy. I can emphatically declare that today. It's, it's time for fullness. Fullness means that you have to build your faith so that we are not operating from a place of our grandmother's experience, but our relationship with the truth of who God says we are, according to Psalms 139, 16. Amen. If there be no more questions, I'll give you some time back. I'll give you guys just a second. Anybody, anybody? Go on I watch. just want to say thank you, Dion. Amen. I mean, it's out today. Um, it's three years, and I thought I I thought I was good, but I feel like somebody pulled out a little pocket knife. Um, uh-huh. just caught me from behind. So I thank you for that word today. I'm not gonna be in woe is me because I know God is a keeper, but I thank God that He is so sovereign that He brought that reminder, brought the declaration, and that I don't have to. I don't have to hide. I don't. I don't have to go through PTSD by myself um, on mm-hmm. today. So I thank you. Um, 
not looking for no pity party. I promise you I'm not. But it hit kind of hard this time, as it probably do every year. It just sneaks up on me. So I just thank mm-hmm. you. Man, I understand praying for you and playing your strength. Psalms 84, read that. Read that. I will. Hey, sister uh, Juliet, jubilant. Thank you. Wow, 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 wow. That's all I have to say. Um, you know, I've been running like for a long time, saying how people, you know, have been, you know, like when um, uh, Francis Pam was calling you pastor all the time, how you cringe, uh, you know. I felt that way and still feel that way when people prayer warriors. I'm like, it's not in my category, okay? I can barely pray for myself, let alone someone else. And um, so, you know, just to stepping up to pray, and I still struggle with just, I'm like questioning the whole time and being frustrated the whole time, like, why keep calling me, you know, and then also when you said how we build other people's houses, you know, I mean, all of that just, the culmination of all of that just, like, has been really resonating in my spirit, I just want to, and it's like the Lord just woke me up this morning and just said, get on the phone, just get on the line and listen, and I, cause I could not go, I could not go to sleep, I couldn't stay to sleep. I just wanted to just, just, you know, just thank God for you. I just thank God for you. I thank God for your obedience. You know, um, I wasn't in the beginning, beginning, but, you know, I came maybe a year in and I watched you walk out a lot of things. And I'm just so grateful that, I, you know, I've been able to be a part of that process and how you have spoken to my life, you know, in, in many ways that you probably will never understand. And I'm still um, taking baby steps in this process, but, you know, I just want to let you know I'm listening. And I know God is, is speaking and using you. And I just want to thank you, sister, you know, for encouraging me, you know, too, you know, from afar. I'll be hearing you. So I just want to thank you for that. Amen. And God be praised. And thank, thanks for your honesty. Trust me, as uncomfortable as you are, <laughs> I promise I was. And I get it. And you're not the only one. You probably just, the, well, you, you're the second person that said it out loud. But I get it. That ain't my business, though. That's what I've been to her. So I, I am today. I'm not sorry. It is what it is. Oh, well. That took, that took a long, that took six years. <laughs> Yeah, that took a little minute, but I get it. I get it. Anybody else? Sister Dion, um, mm-hmm. you, this call, and all the people who contribute to it are just such an uh, incredible blessing, and I'm so grateful. You, you, you hit on a point. You, you so much. You hit on so much. But you, when you talk about the the mediocrity that um, the just enough that uh, people settle into and then the faith that 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 gives you the desire to want to do more. Um, it's coming to the point, for, for me, 
speaking for me to to the coming to face with the reality of where the desire meets breaking that barrier and um, realizing that you know you have years of habits and behavior that uh, go contrary to where it is that you're trying to go and and figuring out the process of just being, being obedient, being in relationship, and, and and being all that God has said about me versus seeing what's right in front of me that looks like impossible, that looks like the, how are you going to do that? It's just such a blessing to have models and examples of people who have been there and are willing to share their experience with those of us who are going through the process. And 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 your humility and, and, and people like you who are so humble and giving the glory to God and understanding where their strength comes from. And at the same time, I recognize that it's still about the, the choices that you make because God gives us choice, right? And so I'm so grateful to those who have gone through the fire and who have laid it on the line because it's not easy. You know, people make it look, it may seem like it was, easy to get to when people see you on the other side. They don't understand everything that you went to get there and the sacrifice that you made and what you did and the obedience that it took and just thank you. So I thank you. I thank you and the others who are like you who are out here being a model and an example for those who are coming behind you and I'm just forever and eternally grateful for for your obedience and for the God that we serve. So thank you, sister. I love you. I love you. Amen. Amen. And thank you for that. That is encouragement to me. And again, someone builds them. Understand? It is it is an exchange, right? It's not just one individual. We build one another. Because no ma'am and no sir, it not only has it not been easy, it hasn't been fun. And there are many times where I wanted to just be like, oh, that's all right, honey. I don't care what they think. I ain't doing this no more. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm frustrated. And God, when I'm going to get some relief? Right? Mm. That's how I feel. Mm. When, when, will I, when will it be my turn? Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you when it becomes your turn. Mm. When, when you agree with what God said already. And you quit tripping mm. off of the... the, the um, accoutrements or the details. When you stop trying to figure out what the next move mm. is, you ain't got yeah. to know. Just go. Yeah. Just do. I didn't know what declare victory was becoming. And I was and I was scared. I was people gonna talk about me. Uh they is. Not they are, they is they is doing what they was was created to do in that moment. But <laughs> you can't worry about that. Mm. I don't care, <laughs> right? And, and once upon a time, I used to say, I don't care for different reasons. When in, in total, I do care, right? It matters. But but somebody opposing what God already said, I can't care about that. That's not my business. There are billions of people in this world. Clearly, I'm not assigned to all billion of them. You are assigned to who you assigned to. And whatever that looks like is different for every person. Every person needs something different. Why do you think he created us all different? Be your different. Accept the difference in your difference. 
Walk in it with authority. Walk heavy. Mash, in fact. Unapologetically. Don't be sorry for being different, for not looking like the normal or the status quo or whatever that is or culture. You are created to be different. Hey, sis. Yes? Oh, you already know how crazy Revival Center is because you, you know how some people, somebody give you a word and you can look at them. So a particular Sunday, somebody told me, and, and y'all can laugh if you want to because y'all know my song. I make a beautiful noise unto the Lord. But what she said to me was that don't let people shut you down because of what they hear. You're making, a, you know, you're singing unto the Lord because you are a worshiper. So he hears your worship. You have you are a true worshiper. And I kind of was like, yeah, but I don't sound like Odessa. I don't sound like my, you know. But when you mm-hmm. this morning, it just made me clear. I'm not supposed to sound like you and Tammy and all you people that can really have that, you know, that voice. But I am a worshiper. So that's why I think I do Diddy like nobody else can. So I love you for that. Listen, that's you why I gave you that mic. <laughs> That's right, Gondria. Gondria, you did bless That's me with a mic. And I meant that. Amen. I meant that because I know you're a worshiper. I knew it. Yep, you got to do and be what God calls you to do and be and quit worrying about everybody and everything. Else. Because it is what it is. It is what it is. That's all. And it's going to be what it's going to be. And and the people that do not accept you, honey, don't try to make them. Oh, bye. Go away. You ain't part of this process. That's all right. Yeah, right there. It's cool. I'm not mad at you. I, it, we don't got no issues. I'm going to just move on. Take the dust off my sandals. Amen. Amen. Well, if that's all. It is about 15 minutes before the hour. I'll give you that 15 minutes back. I want you to take a moment and consider and contemplate. Look where he's brought you from. Consider all the times he's carried you over. Remember all the times he pushed you through. And accept that and walk in it and do everything in your power to begin to agree with the truth of God's word for your life. And expect that. Expect that his truth manifests in you. It's that season, y'all. Walk in it, heavy, unapologetically, and build it. Build your faith up in such a way that can't, you can't tell me nothing about my God. He is consistently consistent. The only thing that I've ever encountered that's as consistent as our faithful God is. So listen, with that said, you guys, I'm going to give you back some time. Uh, don't forget, today is our fasting day. I pray that you go and you grow in love, that you be the Jesus that somebody needs to see, for we are all building something. We're constructing something. And God is expecting you to play your part because it already was. It already was. Period. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This event, as you pray out, can you pray for me and my family? I'm putting my sister to rest today. Amen. We'll do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is about to say something. Hi, this is Carol, Carolyn, and I uh, just need prayer for my family cousin, Arturo. Um, he was good on Monday night. We're going through the process. 
Martin and Bent family. Pray for major loss. Amen. So, God, you heard the request. You heard uh, those petitions. And I pray, Lord God, that you strengthen, that you comfort, and that you keep, and that you be the God of our salvation. I pray that you would give us the ability, Lord God, in all things to get understanding uh, and in all of our ways acknowledge you, even when we don't see our own way clear, that you would get the glory out of our lives. I thank you for uh, both Carolyn and for Patricia, Lord God, and that you are doing even something through this process and this season. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that um, you are the keeper of our souls. And I ask, oh God, that you would continue to give us clarity, understanding, and the wisdom and how to navigate and steward this life uh, that you've given us to employ for kingdom purposes. I thank you in advance, Lord God, that your will, your perfect will will never, ever be thwarted. It will never, ever be destroyed. It will never be deconstructed, but that you will get the glory out of our lives and that we will be everything you called us before you called us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And God, I bless you. All right, God. Amen. Have an amazing day. Amen. Bless you all. Amen. God bless you all. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Good. <laughs> Bye, Yvonne. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>